59. <laughs> What's good? What's good? It's your boy DJ Avo, and this is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 130. Let's go. We back. We back. It's been a minute, but we back. Fox 59, bro. That's how we're going to remember. <laughs> That's where we started. I got you. What's good, Brodies and Bays? This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 119. This where you come for your fancy football needs and chop it up about the latest NFL news. I am Dicey Bro Dot here with my co-bro. Trying to get comfortable on the table. I know, Dicey man. Bro Vic, but I'm going to sit like this. We keep repositioning ourselves, and then we got to figure out how we how we like sitting in these matters, man. Here with our DJ, though. What's good? What's good, man? We back. What's your name, man? I caught him off guard. Come on, man. Y'all know my name. He should never be off if guard. If you're on episode 130, I think y'all should know that I'm DJ Avo. Well, then in 11 more episodes, they probably know. But since this is episode 119, this is DJ Avo in the back. Oh, what's good, y'all? Gosh, Lee, man. How, y- how y'all been? Hey, the episode is called What the F Happened? This offseason been nuts, man. And me and Vic been talking about just Avo will call me every once in a while and be like, bro. What's this trade mean for this team? And they'd be like, <laughs> and y'all talk to OG Mike. He didn't even know Mark Cooper got traded. So we'll talk about it later. He was just like, he went to the Browns. I'm like, yeah. He like, oh my. It's just so much happening, man. This this is probably the most jam packed offseason that I've been involved in in my life while I've been paying attention to football. What about you, Vic? Bro, I forgot about the Mark Cooper situation. That's <laughs> how much put stuff that that, in there. That's that's how much stuff didn't happen. But uh, yeah, bro, I'm excited to get back to it and. Go over what all this means, man. I had to update the notes on the fly. I know, man. Notes on the fly. That's what <laughs> we're here for, though. We're here, we're here to remind each other that we got to continue to be great. Yeah, man. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to answer that question that's down there. What happened this offseason? Because everything is drastic changes that didn't happen. So we'll talk about all these quarterbacks that moved. Um, it's really been like the quarterback wide receiver show, man. It's yeah. A, you know, it's a couple running back moves. None of them are that important in my opinion but we still gotta talk about them man so we'll see what happens and uh just cover some other ground you know it's been a minute i'm i'm, pa- I'm back trio three musketeers we're back getting busy baby back with the sauce so um let's just jump straight into it man let's uh get into the what's the word um the hood tmz with dynasty bro vic man you got some news for us man Got some news, bro. So let's go ahead and get through it, man. Hey, let's start with this uh, new playoff overtime rule that's set to come. So I saw this on NFL Instagram account. So, of course, uh, you know, going back to the was it the AFC Championship or was it the divisional round? But Divi- ba- it was the nah, it was divisional round. It's basically the Bills and the Chiefs, right? Yep. So I'm pretty sure that's what uh, basically influenced this. But the new rule that's set to come, both teams will have the opportunity to possess the ball in overtime in the postseason. So playoffs only. Basically, if the score is tied after each team has possessed the ball, the next score wins. And then if the team kicking off, start the overtime period, scores a safety on the receiving team, then basically uh, that team that kicked off wins the game. So that should be cool, man. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know, given this playoffs, a lot on the line, chance to win a Super Bowl. Glad to see this rule in effect. Then maybe it can make its way to the regular season, too. So does it make sense if – if, uh... Since you know, for the most part, you got to go for a two-point conversion. If you don't get it, it's like uh, it just basically makes sense to to give the ball up the first time around, right? What do you think for your chances? What do you think? I'm not following you. Say that again. All right. So the first team they get the ball, if they yeah. get a two-point conversion, they win, right? Well, okay. I see what you're saying. Basically, in that scenario, they know the other team going to get a shot. So why not go for two? Versus just kicking the field goal because that yeah. second team can go for two and win the game. Yeah. So and and also like if you win the, the toss, is it kind of like, you know, we know what we got to do. Like let's just shut it down. Like because they got to score and get the two point conversion for us not to get the ball. Fuck it. I rather y'all just get the ball, take y'all chances. Now I got a shot at. I can just go score, kick a field goal, anything. Yeah. Got locked down. That's true. So I don't know. I figure it out, man. This is all new, man. I hate that it was an exciting game, but. You know, I think the game was exciting because of how it had to end. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes just adding a bunch of extra is too much. So I get it, but still, man, it's you know every every single tough loss don't got to result to a, a a rule change. Exactly. I mean, that's why we got four quarters, man. Let's let's try to get it done there. But it is what it is, man. So uh, um, I will say this: it is going to look kind of odd to your to your point. A team goes down there, gets stopped, and then the second team kicks a field goal. Game over now because yep. like that first team could have just. Went for a field goal. One, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how it play out. I think we got to actually see it in motion. But uh, let's keep it pushing, man. So uh, it was just announced the Detroit Lions are going to be on hard knocks. 
So the, we're going to get to see that. I'm sure, you know, we're going to possibly see some rookies. That so. shit didn't even sound that fun when you said it, bro. I think I'm thinking about the Colts, Hard Knocks. Because last time we talked about Hard Knocks, we were talking about the Colts. Yeah, bro, but Jared Goff led Lions. Maybe they're bringing a rookie. I mean, Swift probably be fun to watch, but Armand <laughs> Rod, the defense really ain't shit. I mean. They got um, Makuta coming back, corner. Yeah. We'll see, but uh, look, check this out. Speaking <laughs> of Jared Goff, this is his third time appearing on uh, Hard Knocks. So back in 2016 with the Rams, 2020 again with the Rams, and now in 2022 with the Lions. I'm anticipating some QB controversy there, so we'll see how that goes. I mean, they got to have some storylines. I'm expecting that to be one of them. Rookie QB going up against the vet that's fighting for his career. Matt Corral coming in, winning a job. Or or uh, Malik Willis. Has him being on hard knocks worked out for him so far? Uh, No, but he went to the Super Bowl with the Rams. Okay. okay. I mean, he went it, but he went to the Super Bowl. All right. All right. Just check. All right, man, let's keep it pushing. Shout out to Shefty, man. Saw this. So Tampa Bay's new head coach, Todd Bowles. Um, so he's now the fourth black head coach in Buccaneers history. Two more than any other NFL team has ever had. So can man, I uh, go ahead? Can I do my flag on the play right now? Go ahead. Yeah, you got it. It just it just goes right now. It won't even be relevant if we wait. Um, I know radio personalities are radio personalities, but if you're gonna choose to do sports then you got to make sure you get our people right. You feel me? Todd Bowles. You feel me? Todd Bowles. Shout out out to Charlemagne and DJ Envy because when they uh, announced this, uh, they were like, man, black coach, Todd Bowles. We got to give it up for Todd Bowles, man. I love what the Bucks is doing. They said Todd Bowles a million times. I was thinking to myself, man, y'all doing our people wrong. Can't even get his name right. I know y'all trying to do right by doing an announcement, but right, we got to get our people name right. Because, you know, especially when we acknowledging some some historic shit going on in a time where we're struggling to, you know, get those jobs and those positions in the NFL. When we do get them, let's get these names right so we can make sure we give Ty Bowles his respect. So that's my little flag on the fly. I just want to give it right now. He's a, definitely a great coach, uh, def- defensive mind. So that's what he's going to bring. And, of course, they got Byron Leftwich on the offensive side. So, yeah, man, they should be firing. And Brady's back. Now, while we're on that topic, Bruce Aarons, I did not see that retirement coming. Yeah, that was out of nowhere, man. Um, you think he was just getting tired of the storylines and Tom Brady leaving, coming back. It's just just too much going on. He's like, fuck it, I done got my championships and I'm winning. It just, you know, let me just walk away and give somebody else an opportunity with a team that is Super Bowl ready. Yeah. Still. So that's 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 key, man. And also maybe he's tired of Brady coming back, and Brady might have been like, hey, let's let's get A.B. another shot. He probably didn't want to deal with all that. So instead of coaching, let me take my ass to the front office and make sure it doesn't go down. Bro. That's my take. Do you think A.B. get another job? Nah, I don't know. I'm just talking. Come on now, dog. Hey, Bo, do you think A.B. get Come another on, job? Man. That's A.B.'s career. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> Bet. All right, man. Look, let's keep it pushing. A couple more things, then we'll get up out of here. So, uh, shout out to Bleach Report Gridiron. Tyreek Hill, man. So, he's the newest uh, wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins. I don't know if you guys know this. I didn't even know this, but he actually pulled up to a high school and actually uh, signed his contract. So, I've seen that. Yeah. So, there's some clips that. out there. He's racing like the superintendent. Backwards. Backwards. He lost. Uh, yeah, he did lose, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was cool, man, just seeing him, you know, interact, you know, getting his face-to-face with the community and Signing out of high school, that's pretty dope, man. Yeah, man. Go ahead, start showing out for your community, man. He's about to be the new face of the Dolphins outside of tour. Yep. And on that note, man, shout out to Bobby Tressett. So this is from the Morgan State University uh, Facebook page, but pretty much Lamar Jackson that pulled up to Chick-fil-A and helped serve food. Now, why did Lamar do that? Pretty much there were rumors and talks that, you know, Jamar, or I said Jamar, that Lamar wants to leave Baltimore. He's like, man, all that's cap. And just to prove all that's cap, man, let's help out here in the community as well and let you guys know. I mean, I'm still here. So, bro, he loves Baltimore. And that's that's why he know he's going to get his money. He know they're going to figure it out. And he's kind of like, I just keep working to earn my contract. He don't got no agent. He's just going out there earning his money, bro. And I, I kind of respect it. You know, he, he knows that they want him and he wants to work with them. And he's trying not to be uh, an a interruption. In, in that locker room and in that yeah. office. So shout out to Lamar, man. He's that guy. Isn't his mom his agent? 
I mean, that's what I was about to say. Like, I think his mom's his agent. His mom might be his agent, but technically, he they he just he keeps saying he doesn't have an agent. He's just figuring out with his mom. Okay, but I think it's good to see you know at least these players and athletes in the community, man. So, yeah, facts. All right, one last no, thing, man. Can go I ahead, ask go one question yeah, real yeah. quick? Ghost stories like this always come out about a quarterback when it's around contract time or something like that. It always seems some type of random story to pop out about them either wanting to be traded or they don't really want to be here. I feel like there's always a story like that whenever there's a QB up for contract. Yeah, especially when we see other QBs getting paid and traded and things like that. So it's definitely a good time for him to help reset the market. Yeah, it was uh, it's just one of those things. Where, and I think I'm glad he waited, especially after this Deshaun thing. But uh, this is one of those things where, like I said, I don't think he wants to be an interruption. He, under- he understands he's still under contract until after this year. So, like, while I start discussing that stuff sometimes, it's like, let's figure out what we need to do right now, especially before I get my money. Let's figure out who's leaving at the end of this season. Who can we keep? How can it, how can we work our contract around making our team better when you make mine? So, I, I respect what he's doing, man. Yeah. He's just out there, and he's not playing no less. He's out there still giving his all so without I, that contract extension. No, I was just saying that it might not be coming from his side at all. It just always seems that, you know, these stories leak out or come out. I mean, from I don't know if it's from got, the organization well, or if got, it's just. What do you think from organization? Analysts if you, if questioning. You, if you're or, ready, if you're ready to start extension talk, and they're like, "Nah, man, let's just play." It, it just do sound kind of weird. Then <laughs> how you know you need guaranteed money in the NFL, such a bang bang sport, right? But uh, he just trusts that that organization gonna do right by him. So I respect him. But it do sound weird though. If somebody was like, "Bro, I'm trying to give you some money," you like, "Nah, bro, we can wait it out." <laughs> 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 what nigga? Shit. <laughs> What the fuck happened? Yeah, what the fuck happened? <laughs> All right, my bad, Vic. You got one more. It's the third. <laughs> All right, man. Hey. Only we gonna get that. Yeah. Sometimes the third is good. But uh, look, Better right, than the fifth. Yeah. So check this out. Last thing, man. Do want to uh, pay acknowledgments and shout out to Coach K. You know, I thought he was gonna come up with a walk off title at Duke. So I'm talking about uh, basically the Dukes. Uh, Men's heads basketball coach. He's actually about to retire. Um, So, but basically, man, I just want to shout out everything he's done from a career standpoint. Five national championships, 15 ACC titles, 1,202 career wins, 101 tournament wins, man. So, shout out to Coach K. Shout out to North Carolina whooping their ass last night. Gave Coach K his first loss and his last loss. Hubert Davis, first year coach. After uh my, my guy Roy retired, shout out to that black man out there leading that team in his first year to a championship, and I hope they get the dub tomorrow. Shout out to Caleb Love out there balling 22 points in the second half last night. We're doing our thing, team of veterans. We ain't got no superstar names like that, but we out here getting these dubs, bro. He's a Carolina fan. I should have wore a jersey today. I was trying to be modest. But I ended up having this moment. I know you was going to shout out Coach K. Yeah, I'm going to let it digress a little bit because I still want to put some respect on Coach K's I name. I know. Shout out to Coach K, man. He, uh, it, it, it was a fairy tale story, bro, like everything leading up to this. And I was just like, bro, he got to get the win. I just hate that he didn't get the win. But I'm not mad because it was North Carolina L. So, bro, just, just one last thing on Coach K. He's so great, like from a basketball standpoint, like – all the rounds with you know Team USA. Like, imagine bringing in a college coach to coach these professionals. That just speaks volume. You know what I mean? Like, just for you to be able to transition from college to the pros, in terms of like you know from an Olympic standpoint, like that, that just that just says a lot, man. So shout out to Coach K. Facts. All right, that's all I got, man. Anything else you guys want to add for what's the word? Nah, I'm good. I ain't got nothing. Avo, I'm good over here, G. You know. All right, I'm just no flags. I'm just confused in these streets. I'm just confused. I know, bro. We about to figure out what the fuck happened. You got any flags? Just to AB. What's the flag? AB thinking he should he should get a deal. He should be signed. Oh man, I'm gonna fix my ankle after y'all sign me. Man, that's 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 backwards. That's just stupid. Get healthy and then hope somebody sign. Get healthy regardless. Either way, just get healthy. Like focus on that. (laughs) <laughs> Bruh, man, I don't know who told this nigga he allowed to model, but it's going to his head, man. He all over fashion over and boohoo and shit. I'm like, like man, somebody done told him he a model and it just went to his head, bro. Just the AB. That's it. Just for those thoughts. Oh, and then my another another flag to KD. What, <laughs> what happened to KD? What KD said OKC should has to retire his jersey. 
Who? I agree with that. Okay, see. Oh. I agree with that statement. But he also said Golden State has to. And that if I gave out donkeys of the day, if I gave out anything, we give out flags over here. So that's what he's catching from us. But I'm just saying he could catch all of that just from that stupid comment. I mean, <laughs> he brought them two rings back to back though in three years. But they won two before him. One. They but they won before him. Yeah, but and clearly they won one, right? But then they lost. So clearly they lost their mojo. And then they won two more. Two out of three. And they would have won three if Clay didn't get hurt. You can't retire his jersey and go stay. He shouldn't say that out loud. He right about OKC. No arguments. He didn't get them no ring. But he was the greatest player they've ever had at OKC. That's all I'm saying. I know it ain't football. I just got to throw him a flag. Just, you know, just to... We just giving our flags out here in these streets. There's a lot of football to talk about. My is bag. he the greatest player just, they ever had? I'm just playing. <laughs> Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, we counting them? Damn, we <laughs> can't put Russ in an argument. No. <laughs> I think we too recently biased on Russ, man. He having a bad year. We act like Russ ain't oh, no Hall no. of Famer, man. He's still great. He, he just he know. balled for OKC. Yeah, he, he stayed around when everybody else wanted to leave. Yeah, bro. but he ain't went after OKC either. So you know, he just. He's a solid ass Hall of Famer. He, he would have won if he went to go join Steph Curry, Clay, and Draymond that year. Probably not. Probably turnover, turnover, turnover into the game. <laughs> they would they, they would have took the, they would have took the ball out that man's hands. You know Steph would have took the ball out his hand. Draymond would took the ball. Not if you get the rebound, Draymond getting the rebounds. Draymond and Javale McGee. My bad, Vic. I'm sorry. We both be talking. I know, football. man. Draymond looked funny bro. when he run point though. I know, bro. He looked like he about to trip over his foot. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, as soon as he takes his, that's you know who used to do that. Who? Ivo used to do that shit. He used to piss me <laughs> off. Ivo respected me as point guard. I want to say nine out of ten times he grabbed a rebound, gave it to me. We running, but that one odd time he gonna grab a rebound. He look at me and he just run. I'm like, and he never passes. When he get the rebound, he go. He going hey. to go do an ugly ass euro. <laughs> he going for. He probably gonna miss the layup, but he he gonna go straight in and drive. He, he not passing it to nobody. We talk about that still to this day. That's my guy. <laughs> All right, man. Before we get into the uh, what the fuck happened, DJ Avo, where can the people follow you? At? Hey, man, y'all can follow me at Avo Love on the gram. Yeah, I mean, that's really the only place I be. So check me out there. But also make sure you follow the Dynasty Bros page on the gram and everywhere else because that's where the hell we all be. Hey, yo, Dot, where can we follow you at, bro? On Instagram and Twitter, Dynasty Bro Dot, and follow the main Instagram page, Dynasty Bros FF. Hey, Chief Sosa, where can we follow you at, my guy? Follow me at Chief Sosa FF, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast while you're listening. Dines Bros FF. We the bros. Hey, I got mimosa in my cup. That's what I ain't telling nobody. All right. Damn. You only one? Shit, after yesterday, yeah. <laughs> Damn, my bad, bro. I low-key just went poor right before we hit record. It was my bad. I should have considered man. the DJ. It's I really man. seen Vic Beer and was like, I want to drink on something, too. It's cool, man. My I bad. Got, and we don't take breaks, so I can't. I got this hater ready. It's all good. We don't take breaks. <laughs> we don't take breaks, so I can't even go pour you up one. So, my bad. All right. Uh, all right. Let's get into this. What the fuck happened? Because so many different important players on different teams, man, and we just have to discuss it and and see what it makes sense for everybody going forward. The team, the other players, our fantasy teams. If if we want to speak on that, just everything, man. So, um. I don't even know where to start. I'm going to just let Vic take off and just let him start naming guys, and I'm going to just chime in. All right, I'm with it, man. Let's start with the quarterbacks, man. You know we got to keep it home, man. So, Coach, man, we uh, brought in Matt Ryan. So, that means if we brought in Matt Ryan, that means there's no more Carson Wentz. How am I feeling about this? I mean, these last couple of years has been a lot of question marks, especially with the QB room. So, wasn't the most excited about Phillip Rivers. Fast forward, wasn't excited about Carson Wentz at all. I missed Phillip Rivers at that point. But if we could uh, do it all over again, you know, lining all three of these guys up, I'm more confident in Matt Ryan. Facts. So facts. I feel better. I'm giving, you know, he's a capable passer. I mean, he's put up 4,000 yards plenty of times down in Atlanta. Um, so, of course, you know, he's 36, so he's getting up there in age. But I do think he's a better short-term option for us he's better than a 38 year old philip when we got him he's better than a carson wentz who was actually benched at the end of his season for uh jalen hurts by the staff so i just feel like 
if you think about the transition of season to season, Matt Ryan is a guy that came from a season where he was actually playing, throwing the ball, transitioning to another season. I think he still has two or three years if he wants to play on and on a team that we don't need much from a quarterback. Just don't fuck it up for us. Just don't fuck it up for us. So, yeah. and he's relatively healthy, man. So he's a guy that you know stays in the lineup. So we're running offense. So I think it's a perfect situation for him because we're not asking him to throw four thousand yards, even though he can. Um, but hey, we want to run the ball and just make the throws we need to make. So, and I really think behind our all offense, offensive line, I don't think he's ever had an offensive line that's been ranked top in the NFL. I think he'll be able to make every pass that we want him to, and I really do think it's a good thing for guys like Michael Pittman. That was probably the most ideal situation of something like this happening for the guys that were nervous about what was going to happen with Michael Pittman. Maybe Garoppolo was a concern because he didn't throw it a lot. But nah, man, I'm excited for Matt Ryan. I'm excited for this Colts offense, man. Um, I wish they would have brought in another receiver piece. And, you know, I know we're real thin with uh, draft capital, but, you know, I don't know. I like it for the pieces that are there right now. Cool. All right, man, let's transition to the Washington football team. So we uh, shipped off Carson Wentz. How do you feel about Carson Wentz in the Washington football team? Trash, offense? bro. I, I feel sorry for everybody there. I don't think he's going to be able to entertain J.D. McKissick and Antonio Gibson throwing out the backfield like that. Um, he walks away to a worse offensive line, a worse defense. Um, just depends on how you think about their weapons. I, You know, I guess he's – borderline dealing with the same weapons just one go-to guy we have Pittman they have Terry so um it isn't like he's loaded anywhere so I'm not confident anything he's doing and I don't know what I think they're going to be disappointed that that's who they chose to, to put their poker chip on man yeah man and you know I definitely think it hurts Terry I mean he's yeah. getting the Allen Robinson treatment at the end of the day like the QB situation for him just hasn't been steady since he's entered into the league so now this is a guy, you know, is what, 26, going to be 27? Yeah. Like, is, is it going to have to take his second contract, you know, whether it's a trade or, you know, hopefully they lands one in the draft that can basically step up and take over starting role. That way, you know, they can get some uh, consistency. But as of right now, I'm, I'm not too excited for Terry, at least going forward, just given the QB situation, man. So it's unfortunate to me he's getting Allen Robinson. Treatment. I'm actually not excited about that whole offense, man. I don't think they're going to score a lot of points. So I think that's a downshift for Gibson. And I think Gibson's so talented. We keep on hoping that they pull it together and and pull it, get the pieces to where like they can score because he showed he can score a lot of touchdowns in his rookie year. And, you know, it shows J.D. and him can both catch out the backfield. But I think they're going backwards. So, um I don't know, man. I, I don't want any parts of that offense, man, to be honest, in fantasy right now. I mean, I probably would have tried to sell high on Gibson if I could. So uh, it is what it is, man. All right, man. Let's transition to the Denver Broncos. Uh, so they just brought in Russell Wilson. Yeah. I mean, last season was a good buy low opportunity on Russ. Yeah. I would have liked the coaches, you know, to actually bring in Russell Wilson, but for us, you know, if we're flipping draft picks to Philly for Carson Wentz, Russ would have been a perfect situation for us. You know what I mean? But it's all good. But now he's in Denver. So, of course, you know, we got Jerry Judy. Corlin Sutton, Sutton. Tim Patrick. Yeah, Tim Patrick. And now Albert O, man. So, uh, and of course, you know, that backfield with Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Melvin still there? Mel make sure. Well, they ain't resigned him yet, so okay. we don't know. Okay. But I feel like now it done waited for so long, it might be a, a resign situation, especially now Russ there. Why wouldn't you want to just try to get it done? Take a take a veteran deal, even though he played well, so he deserves some kind of contract. And I kind of I kind of hope he leave. I got a lot of Javante Williams spread over my teams, but I ain't gonna lie, man. It I think it made them better having two backs that they could trust. So I don't know. You might see him resign, get a get a nice cheap veteran deal. Yeah. But I'm definitely excited for Russ going forward in Denver. I mean, and I even loaded up on defense, man. So, perfect yeah. situation. I mean, they're set up to really Thanks. run the ball. You know what I mean? Given that talented defense, why not? They're going to have to throw it, though. You see that the division they in, bro. They're going to have to throw competing with them other quarterbacks. I'm That's excited true, yeah. about that division, bro. Yeah. Every single team in it, I'm excited about. I just, just want to throw out there that um, – Denver just seems like a Russell Wilson city. It don't seem like a Sierra city. So for everybody but who it, say everybody who say she run the marriage, kind of <laughs> make me think, nah, she I, she she listen. I just want to say that it just seemed like his type of city. That's it seems like when I heard it, I was like, mm, Seattle, that makes so much Denver, sense. He loves Seattle. 
he gonna love them. He gonna love him some. Everybody kept on saying, "Man, Sierra gonna take him somewhere in Hollywood." Nah, bro. He no. he probably dropped his nuts. That's... Shout out to Russ, man. Yeah, dropped his nuts. Got like nah, they, he they, got like two working together. Three years or something. They working together. But they planning to get to Hollywood. Oh man, come he gonna on, get there. Come on. But <laughs> Denver is central enough to where they can get to the West Coast ooh, in an hour or two. Ooh, you right. You know what I mean, they can get to Nap in an hour or two. They can get to Texas in an hour That's... or two. So. You right, I got the international airport yeah, out there. That's you the know, you know, you know, a lot of conspiracy theories around it. There might be more reasons why he went to Denver. <laughs> I've heard about some of that stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Let's move the on. Underground Russ, world. Man. Y'all tripping. Come on, man. man Let's move legal. to Russ, man. I think All we right. might have to go see him out there. <laughs> All right. Hey, well, shut up. So the big news, uh, at least from a QB perspective, the so of big course, the boss, Deshaun the Watson, biggest Deshaun Watson to the Browns. Major, major contract. I don't even have the numbers in front of me, but five major, years, major. five years, two hundred thirty million. How do you feel about uh, Deshaun going to Cleveland? Of course, they brought in. We're going to talk about Mari Cooper, Jarvis Landry. He's, he, he's on the he, fence right he, now. No, nah, they cut him. Oh, they cut. He got yeah, cut. They cut him, so he ain't signed to no team yet. So we can't even get to talk about him. And I'm still confused on why he's still out there. Ain't nobody. Man, imagine imagine Matt Ryan getting a a, a Jarvis, bro. Somebody reliable, like Underneath. just yeah, bro. That's important. But he's still out there floating around, so we'll see where he signs. But uh, you know, there's a there's a there's Amari Cooper for him. I really like the uptick for David and Joku a lot because to me, those are the two best receiving options. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Kareem Hunt out the backfield, that's fine. But Diamond Peoples Jones, he's a one trick pony to me. So I think David and Joku and Amari Cooper are about to be set up because Deshaun Watson is a top five talent in the in the NFL. So um, we'll we'll see what happens with the rest of the legal troubles. I guess the NFL still have to decide what they want to do on their side, um, and that's all I'll speak about as far as this suspension stuff because you know that's not really my space to be talking. Yeah. You know, I don't know that man personally, but uh, as far as talent wise, I like that he's in a situation with a good defense strong running game man and i think him with his rushing ability is going to make nick chubb even more lovable bro and i think he's going to this is going to be the most scoring opportunities for chubb too so i don't don't be crazy if you think chubb chubb might end up being a top five running back without even the receptions just off scoring opportunities and yards alone so i love him i love what they did i love mark cooper he automatically went to a top 12 receiver this year for me as long as he stays healthy that's the biggest concern I love Deshaun Watson, man, and what he's doing. So long as he play, that team's going to be good. Super Bowl potential. Yeah, I was gambling. I went and got a lot of Deshaun in the offseason. It's looking like it's going to work out for right now, football-wise. But, but like you said, still more to come. The NFL can hand down some disciplinary actions. We'll see. But uh, let's talk about Baker Mayfield, man. So what does that mean for Baker? Because if Deshaun, he could potentially miss half the season. Yeah. Do you think? The Browns hold on to Baker, or you think Baker's just going to force his way out of? Here's my thing, man. He has to get over his attitude, get out his feelings, because I think both of y'all agree with this. There's no market for Baker right now, and they know that y'all got to trade him. So, really, we're not going to send y'all a bunch for him. But the fact that nobody sent anything right now like that, like they're probably sending bottom of the barrel shit knowing that they got to trade him. My thing is you got to go out there and just expect Deshaun not playing and go get your highlight tape together, bro, so somebody can actually want you and trade for you. Because right now, you didn't do nothing last year to make anybody feel like, fuck it, let me go get Baker Mayfield. Like, I feel like if Deshaun is out the first six games, bro, I feel like you go out there and ball for six games and make somebody want you. Y'all agree with that? That's what a professional should do. I can see that. Because if not, you just put yourself on a limb to go get some bullshit. Because you might just be getting picked up by a team that ain't really trustworthy in you, and they could take you right now. You suck and get right rid of you. You be out the league forever. You gotta go. You got six games or whatever it is to go put your highlight tape together because you didn't do shit last year. Well, I mean, he came in kind of entitled and cocky too, man. And it, it it already like it always threw me, especially with those progressive commercials. Like when you just highlight a guy and give him these commercials, like he hasn't even done that in the league yet, like. Put them shits in the vault, man. So uh he balled at Oklahoma. Though, yeah, bro. he did, but it's like coming in and giving them these NFL progressive deals. Like I don't know, that, that, that was premature in my opinion. But there's only two spots I can see Baker going to right now, and it's not even sexy, man. But it's like Seattle or the New York Giants. But it's just like I don't know, man. Or the Bucks. 
the Bucks. Well, they said they said Bruce Arians loved him, man. And how 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 much longer do you really think Tom Brady gonna play? You think he came back for just a year? He, he probably has a couple more years. He still look good, man. Like he didn't like you know like some QBs that hit their cliff and they start to regress. Like he's still in his prime the way he looks you know what i mean like he's not missing a beat right now so yeah the only reason i said something like that is, is somebody that you can try to groom and make a protege like put him behind brady even if it's just for a year even if it's for two years somebody that you can get right now maybe could change his attitude and, and then maybe he could turn around and be elite baker gotta only be about 25 26 so like my thing is i don't know if you got a starting job this year but why wouldn't you want to go play behind tom brady man and learn how to be a fucking professional on a team that airs it out that can fuck around and win this year. You fuck around winning the Super Bowl, being the backup, and then transition into maturity, bro. That's really all it is at quarterback, bro. You got to learn the skill, and you got to be mature enough to lead a team. He don't got that maturity side. So. You want to know who got that treatment? And it's looking like it's working out for them, at least, at least right now. Who? Jameis Winston. Yeah, so he bro. Went, he went and, you know, he was a starter, left Tampa Bay, went and sat behind Drew Brees, and now and New Orleans, bro. you know, giving him his shot. So, yeah. That could potentially be, you know, another path for Baker. Yeah, I was. That was what I was thinking because I don't think he needs to be. I don't think he need to lead no team right now. I think he need to sit the fuck down. Did uh, Jameis win a Heisman? Remind me. I don't remember. Or was he just in the running? Uh, I don't remember. Florida State. I don't know. Ma'am, I'm shitty. Yeah, it's all good. All right, man. Um. Anything else on the QBs? We're going to get to these running backs. Um, is Jimmy Garoppolo going to stay a 49er? At this point, it makes sense. Okay. But I will say this. You got to see what you got in Trey Lance. So I can see Trey Lance taking over officially, at least midway. I mean, because you got to see what he got. And then that way he has two years left under his rookie contract. I, so. I think Trey needs to start right now. Off top? Yeah. I think, no, Trey got three years left. If no, I'm saying. But I'm kind of looking at, like, going into his sophomore year, if he don't start the full season, they already kind of eight into you know half of that. So I'm saying after this season going into 2023, he'll have two full years. If they give him the third, you know, fifth year option. They're gonna give him a fifth year option. Yeah. They better figure that shit out all unless he's balling, then you gotta pay him. Talk some real money. Yeah. After but two years. I, I think I think Trey starts the first game, but I just I think Garoppolo you know, I think they might string on his injury issue and end up keeping him and end up being a backup just in case Trey don't start off hot. And they need to switch to Garoppolo. I think that's what's going to happen. I'm just glad to coach him bring in Jimmy G because uh, we're watching the – what game was that? Was that the NFC Championship game? Yeah. I'm watching Jimmy G check the ball down when you need to throw the ball downfield. Like, that's just the worst thing. Games on the line. Fourth quarter or, you know, fourth quarter. I don't know if it's third down or fourth down. Watching a guy check it down. It's like, man, at least take the shot. You mess around and get a penalty or something. But that's what he is, man. That's what he is. That's what sucks. So, all right, man. That's that's the only thing I got with the quarterback. All right, man. Let's uh, breeze through these running backs, man. So, let's start with Ronald Jones. So, uh, he's on a one-year deal with the Chiefs. Are you interested in that situation? I don't know. Kind of. Not really, though. Just one of those situations where, like, I feel like they're going to play whoever's balling, you know. If uh, and I can't tell you if it's going to be him. I can't tell you if it'll be a healthy Ch or anybody else they got there, man. It's whoever they like in that moment and whoever's balling. That's who they're going to run with at this point. And so I get some more off-season news. I don't want to shoot my shot. I would sell high because I do think it's a situation where, like, it could be committee ball. You still know Pat's going to throw the ball no matter what. So, uh, I'm not really interested, man. Yeah, I think if the Chiefs could have a do-over, I really thought it was going to draft DeAndre Swift, man. To me, that just made the most sense, like, looking back. I mean, here's the thing. They just got a lot of capital back. Who says they won't take a shot on a running back? Well, imagine, imagine. you know, we, we still talk about Spiller, in my opinion, being the best – catcher in the draft as far as running back bro imagine him taking a shot on spiller it, it doesn't sound like spiller's projected in the first round right now yeah. imagine him with the tyreek capital they got taking a shot on spiller bro and yeah. bringing him in and he's a bigger back you know from a clock kind of reminds me of what uh damn do they played at the end of the season um uh, jared mckinnon jared mckinnon kind of what jared mckinnon been doing bro that he's that kind of back super athletic like, wasn't really heavily involved as the strict running back in college, but you could tell he was an athlete all the way over. He could catch the ball. Spiller has that kind of potential. You see they love McKinnon at the end of the year. 
So imagine if they did something like that, bro. Yeah. And me personally, I'm not interested in the Ronald Jones situation. He doesn't catch the ball yeah. well. So, you know, he's literally just a runner. So I'm stick. I'm still sticking with my, you know, moving off of him. Um, I've actually moved him for like some seconds. Smart man. So we'll see. But I can live with that. Even if it does work out, I can live with missing out on a 25-year-old Rojo. So. All right, man. Next running back, Raheem Mostert. Um, so left San Fran to the Dolphins, man. You want to just you want to package up both of them Dolphins running backs? Yeah, yeah. You we know, can. man, Chase. Yeah, I forgot about Chase Edmonds, bro. Yeah, so I much didn't happen. Like, but you see, I was right there. Yeah. You see the brother in me. It's like, yeah. bro, let's package them. Yeah. So, are you interested in any of these guys or just backfield in general? Um, I don't think I'm interested in any of them because I could see just everybody being used. <laughs> like, I like what Chase does, but I don't know if it was just a. Uh, Arizona thing where they wasn't letting them be a three down back. Maybe they don't trust them running the ball. You see, he got banged up when they were trying to use him. So it might be a situation where all these guys banged up. Mostert, Chase, and then uh, I think they still got – what's the guy from last year? Gaskins. All these guys I don't think are three down back. So it might just be a platoon backfield right now. But you know what? Their coach came from 49ers where they ran a platoon. So I don't know, man. I'm not going to go buy any of these guys. I – I'm not going to be shocked if Chase is out there balling and he's, you know, he's doing more than what I expect, but I'm not going to go invest in none of these guys because I know the system is set up for a platoon. Yeah, and look, I mean, look, they got Tyreek Hill. So you saw what they just did with Debo. Facts, bro. Now you can do the same stuff with a Tyreek Hill, put the ball in his hands. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not really interested in his backfield either. Uh, Like you said, they all do the same thing from my perspective. I will give the rushing edge to Raheem Mostert. He's coming off some injuries and he's aging. He's the better runner out of yeah, all. Yeah, he is. But now he's what? He's trending towards thirty. So yeah. So he's up there, man. But uh, I'm not really interested in his back foot either. I'm expecting you know Hill and even Waddle. You can give him some carries and sweeps and stuff like that too, man. There so. is a guy I'm interested in before we get into the other guy. Who? Let's talk since Chase left. Let's talk James Conner, bro. He didn't leave, but he stayed, and that's that's the most important thing this offseason, bro. He was one of the most unexpected backs between him and Leonard. Man, let's talk both of them. So they both stayed, bro. Where do you where do you see these guys, at least for this year in redraft? Um, Tom Brady came back. Leonard came back. Um, Edmonds left. Connor stayed. So, like, where do you put these guys? Like, are these they, do they plug right back into being top 12 running backs due to their situation? Because I kind of feel like they are, bro. I'm not going to even lie. I feel like both of them are going to be top 12 running backs this year. Yeah, I, if I can only pick one, give me Connor, bro. I'm just uh, <laughs> it's all good, but uh, bro, give me Connor. Hey, it's his. No matter, <laughs> that's his money. Break your own. Shit. That's his money. He ain't using mine. Yeah, my shit. I'm, see, I'm, I'm you see, look, I'm sitting. Man, you see me hold mine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just sitting like this the whole time. <laughs> we good. Hey, he it's picked it up work. like this. He was like, "We good." Kind of industrial, Mike. We straight. Hey, hey, we good. <laughs> we good. <laughs> nah, but uh, I, I, I fuck with it. Um, I do think uh, without they lost AB, uh, Godwin might not start the season. So I think that's more, you know, follow the work for Leonard out the backfield catching. And I think James Conner getting all the work. It might not be good because he's a banged up type of guy too. Which means whoever the backup is, man, um, go get the backup for Arizona because Connor's never been the healthiest guy. He ended up getting banged up when they tried to give him a lot of work too. But that situation is perfect. I I feel like he might sniff. You know, I feel like if he's top five again, I wouldn't be surprised, bro. Just because that situation, that team, how they score and they use him. Good point. I'm, I'm you know I might need to go look Eno into some Benjamin. Eno Benjamin. Yeah, just for them to let Chase go. You know, maybe they are starting to get, you know, some confidence in Eno. So we'll see. Thanks. But uh, we can, you know, carry the parallel over to Tampa. Does this mean we need to go get some Keyshawn Vaughn? I've never really been a Keyshawn Vaughn guy. Um, nah, because Leonard Fournette was actually doing it all. He was catching the passes. Um, and then they brought in, like, what's the point of even keeping Gio? But they yeah, resigned but, Yeah, Gio they brought him back. Like, yeah. I don't want none of the backfield. Long as Leonard Fournette is a banged-up guy, but for, for the most part, man, he, he stayed healthy until the back end of the season and then even came back. So I don't want the backup guys. I feel like when we seen the opportunity when it was uh, Gio and um, Keyshawn, they both was out there playing and it was just stupid looking. So, bro, that looks stupid again. I just seen where you placed your mic. It looked like it's going to roll and fall again, man. I'm just laughing. I'm watching him be extra careful in the background. It's just like funny. you don't want to just sit it right here, bro. 
Bro, I won't say your name no more, bro. <laughs> All right, man. One last running back, you know, Marlon Mack, um, former coach running back. He's with the Texans. Are you interested in that situation? No, I instantly, I do think he's the best running back there as far as talent, but I don't want nobody because I feel like that's a platoon situation too in a situation where they're not going to score a lot of touchdowns and they're not going to be in good game scripts. So I just don't want nothing. The only thing I want there is Brandon Cooks for this year. And I'm still riding out with Davis Mills in Dynasty because I don't think he looked bad. And they gave him another shot to be the starter. So, yeah, but I don't want nothing in that backfield, bro, at all. I agree, bro. I mean, coming off the injury, you know, going back to last year, yeah. you know, Marlon Mack, he doesn't look good behind the Koto line. So, I don't even want to see him behind a Texans O-line, which is way, way worse bottom of the league. So, yeah, I'm not interested in that situation either. All right, bro. Uh, let's get through these wide receivers, man. So this is where it mattered. This is where it mattered, bro. Let's start with Devontae Adams, man. I mean, we heard the rumors him leaving, and then it happened. Of course, you know you saw Aaron Rodgers do his little, let's call it an episode. You know, his, you know he had his little drama queen moment. He got paid, but then Devontae's like, you know, I'm out of here because basically Green Bay was trying to franchise franchise tag him and. Adams is like, look, I'm not playing on the tag. So. I, I heard they actually was offering him the most money. Um, it wasn't the most guaranteed money, but I heard they actually offered him a bigger contract than the Raiders. I think the guarantee money was fucked up, and I think the fact they let his contract run out probably pissed him off, and the fact that they gave, you know, they spent so much time just dealing with this Aaron Rodgers shit. So I think he was just tired of all of that, bro. Yeah, he got and, and I don't think he got paid no taxes on none of that money that he just got. Uh, in Vegas, so I think that's all his money, bro. That's what's up. Well, he don't got pay no state tax. Okay, so, bro. So imagine what that bag looked like without no state taxes. Bro. Yeah, that's that's cool. But how do you feel about Devonte with um, a Derek Carr? I mean, he does take a hit, bro. I feel like you're crazy if you say he doesn't because he's went from playing with Hall of Famer to just you know a good NFL quarterback. But uh, I will say this: I think Derek Carr will get him his targets and get him the yardage he needs when he take the hit it might be just in the touchdown thing because Derek Carr isn't gonna I don't I don't want to say he isn't the type of guy that can get you 40 touchdowns because I don't think he's ever had a Waller Devontae Adams Renfro combination but uh I don't think he's gonna get you 40 touchdowns even with that combo so I think Adams you know you can pretty much pencil him in for double digit touchdowns at Rodgers you know, if he come down to seven or eight, that might give him a hit in this in the season totals. But I think he's going to have his reception and his yardage, bro. He's going to get that for Carl, in my opinion. Well, I definitely see Devontae's free releases traveling to Vegas, but I'm not as confident in Carr, you know what I mean, as a QB. So, of course, you know, looking back to the Green Bay days, I mean, there are times where you see Devontae, you know, there's a DB playing off of him. You can scratch that play. Aaron Rodgers snapped the ball. It's flicked down the sideline, you know, down the line of scrimmage, and Devontae's catching, you know what I mean, and just creating from that point. So, I mean, just just given the the gunslinger mentality from Aaron Rodgers, how quick he gets the ball out, Derek Carr has a little bit more of a windup. So, um, I'm, not, I'm not expecting that ball to get out as quickly. So, I'm seeing just even some of the mechanics from that perspective, you know, influence and, and, and impact Devontae's uh, production. But – I'm sure you know he'll still be a top twelve wide receiver. I'm just expecting more on towards the back end. Yeah. So and they buddies, bro. You, you never know what rapport game. Maybe they go to that film and see, like, look, bro, you can pick up these things. You ain't never had a receiver like me, bro. These are the things I do. You can feel comfy. Like that's true. Aaron Rodgers don't got that same flick with all the other receivers. You feel me? It's that's a real. it's a rapport thing. He trusts Adams, bro. And it's one of them things. You got to think Mahomes don't do them goofy ass bombs out of nowhere to anybody but Tyree. That's a trust thing, bro. Yeah. So it just, you know, you link up with somebody, you build that trust, and you never know what Derek Carr and Adams is going to do. It's just probably going to take time. I'm not saying he's as great as Rodgers, but, you know, if you can gain a little bit of trust to make some of them throws that you're usually not comfortable doing, you never know what can happen. All right, man. So uh, let's keep it pushing. Tyree Kill, man, we talked about it earlier, but he's now with the uh, Miami Dolphins. He wanted to be the highest – pay wide receiver in the league that's what it came down to so you know of course you know with the money situation in uh kansas city they wanted him to take a little bit more you know team friendly deal but tyreek you know wanted to to get paid that bag so how do you feel about tyreek man do you like him going forward with the tour he takes a hit too 
because uh you know Tua ain't gonna give Tyreek you know the touchdowns he gets. But I will say this: if if he's going to be the Debo factor, which he can, he doesn't have that bang bang size that Debo got, but he definitely got the speed. So if they're going to run, you know, some in the rounds with him and you know hand him the ball off, he he can create with his speed. No matter if you just get the ball in his hand, so. Um, I'm excited to see what he do. I don't think he's going to be able to build that same rapport and that trust with my, that Mahomes and him had. Where like we just talked about it with Adams, he's just pulling the. I trust you to win this this matchup. Yeah, Mahomes did that a whole lot, bro. And I don't think Tua is that good of a quarterback to try to wing that shit. So, yeah, bro. But uh, I don't know. He takes a hit, but I still think he's good. If if you ask me, which one is not going to be a top twelve receiver out of Adams and Tyreek, bro, I would probably guess Tyreek, just because I think Derek Carr can entertain a receiver. I seen him entertain a top twelve receiver before. Yeah, Jordy and Crabtree. So yeah, even Amari Cooper one year. The, yeah, the healthy Amari Cooper year. So. That's true. Um, with the Tyreek thing, you know, not the best route runner, believe it or not. I mean, he just wins on the field with speed. So, you know. All that improv stuff he was doing with Mahomes, I don't know if that carries over to Miami with a tour. So I would expect Miami to really put the ball in Tyreek's hands, you know, from the backfield or from the line of scrimmage, things like that. So Facts. you want to talk? You want to talk his two replacements next? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Well, I only highlighted one. So Juju you and MVS. Yeah. So yeah, we could just bundle them together, man. So Juju's there on a one-year prove-it deal. We kind of heard the rumors even throughout the season. Well, last year, last year in the offseason, you know, he's supposed to go to Kansas City, but it didn't work out. So he landed back in, you know, Pittsburgh. But how do you feel about Juju, man, especially now with no Tyreek? T-Man just offered me the 110 for him. And my thing is, yes, quarterbacks out there and receivers I like, but there is a chance for him to be the number one receiver, not receiving option in Kansas City. So I'm going to take that trust, even though. The 110 could end up being more valuable right now. But I'm going to take the chance on him being the the number one targeted receiver on that team because it's still Pat Mahomes. It's still Andy Reid. So they went out and got him. He he actually got a one-year deal, but if you look at the money, his money is more guaranteed than what MVS can get yearly. Year, uh, MVS on a three-year deal, but uh, Juju's one-year money is more. So I like Juju. He's a guy that can he can get open. He can work the middle. He can work the short stuff. And MVS, we've seen him can play downfield, and he has the speed. Nobody's Tyreek, but he has that kind of speed where he can beat you far. So I think those are two guys that they are decent. You're you're not going to find a Tyreek replacement, but those are two pieces that are that I think, especially the Juju piece. Even with Tyreek there, I thought Juju was a good piece to add. Just another guy that can run good routes and get open. So, how do you feel about both of those guys, if, if anything about them? I'm not really interested, to be honest. And for that 110, if it's super flex, I'd take the 110. If it's not super flex, I'd hold on the juju. Um, so, yeah. But for me, you know, I know there's a lot of it's time to move off Travis Kelsey. I think his stock remains the same now. Yeah. You know, top three dynasty tight end still um, for me. But uh, I'm expecting the Chiefs to bring in a wide receiver, you know, through the draft and not interested in the McCole Hartman situation. So some guys are just better in real life for their football teams and schemes versus fantasy. Um, so I feel for me, McCole's one of those guys like just he holds better value as a chess piece in the real life NFL. But from mm-hmm. a fantasy perspective, not interested. You don't just, you know, slide him up to the Tyreek role now. So facts. All right, man. Uh, Amari Cooper, man. So, of course, you know, he uh, left the Dallas Cowboys. So now he's slated to be the number one wide receiver, number one option for Deshaun Watson. Traded for a six-round pick? Yeah. That's nuts, bro. I mean, but you also got to keep in mind the financials and I stuff know, like man, that, man. So Damn, bro. You, you went and paid a first a year and a half ago. And now look. Yeah, but, you know. But now he's stepping into a different offensive scheme, too, though. So more run heavy. You know what I mean? So do you like Amari Cooper in this system? Hell yeah. I think the system can still entertain a top receiver. There's still a situation where those guys can get a lot of targets. I think Baker fucked up a lot of that because him being so non-accurate at times. But, bro, the year year Odell was there and was fairly healthy and uh, Jarvis had the better season, 
Jarvis was flirting with like 90 receptions. And I, I'm fine with that. If you can flirt with 90 to 100 receptions, that's good with me. And I think a healthy Amari Cooper is better than uh, I don't care when Odell came in, 27-year-old Odell and Baker. I think give me the 27-year-old Amari Cooper and Deshaun Watson combination in any system. He's the number one, so he's going to get those touches. So I like him being tied to this offense, man, and I think he's going to be the go-to guy when they need a, a person to do a catch. So I fuck with it, man, to be honest. And I told a lot of people to buy low. I think I called you and was like, bro, where do you think Deshaun going to end up at? Because I'm about to start buying low on Cooper. And you you gave me the uh, the Brown situation was one of the ones you said. And I bought a lot of Amari Cooper for mid-seconds this year, and I'll take that – I, I bet you people regret it now that Deshaun there for a mid-second. Come on, bro. Yeah, I had chances to buy low on Cooper, and I didn't take advantage, so I definitely missed out, man. So uh, that's fire. But, um, yeah, he, he should be fine. So, you know, I'm definitely way more confident in Deshaun over Baker. So if Baker was still, you know, heading the ship. It wouldn't be trash. I wouldn't really want no parts of it. But uh, let's talk about another guy, man, a guy that got paid and actually he started resetting this uh, wide receiver market, Christian Kirk, man. So – Got a nice deal from the Jacksonville Jaguars. So we're talking about former wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. And then after they brought him in, bro, we just saw them bring in a whole more, like a lot more wide receivers too. It's almost like they're just. Just trying to sign. Here's the thing, bro. It wasn't that many people. A lot of people got traded and the market got like the big names got picked up quick. So they just went out there and signed who they could, to be honest. They'll probably still pick up somebody in the draft. They got early picks, but, um, you do what you got to do, man, to feel like you're trying to set your quarterback up and your team up. So this was probably after all those guys got picked up, the number one guy that was there, even though he's never done anything to show he should be a number one receiver. But he's the only one out there, so he got paid. He's lucky he got into a situation where you know being the number one guy and got paid like the number one guy in free agency. That's what sucks. So um, I still don't want no parts in him. We still don't know what Trevor's going to do and what this team is going to turn out to be. So I don't want a guy that I can't even trust to be number one because he ain't did nothing in three, four years anyway. So, um, yeah, I want no parts in Christian Kirk, bro, and redraft or dynasty. To be yeah, honest. from the uh, Jag standpoint, just give me Trevor, give me ETN, watching everything else. I'm, I, you know, I still like James Robinson, but it's not looking too good. Um, but you know, I'm still, I'm still going to ride that out for right now. Real quick, man, DJ Shark with the Lions. How you feel about that? The one year deal? Yeah, that's Damn. how I feel as well. Yeah. You still like Amon Ross St. Brown? Of course, we're expecting him to bring in a yeah. wide receiver, too. Yeah, I mean, I rock with him and what he do. He He's he's a great route runner. He's a possession receiver, even though he's a little shorter. But uh, he's he's just one of those guys that work hard. So I ain't got no issues with him, bro. He's a baller. All right. A couple more guys, then we're out of here. Robert Woods to the Tennessee Titans. I think it's more real-life beneficial than fantasy beneficial. Um, He might have games that you might be able to throw him into a flex when they got a good situation. He's a guy that's a utility guy. He can run out the backfield. He can play the short field. Um, he runs good routes. He's fast. He he, he gets to be little. He's a good blocker for a receiver. He just goes out and works. And I think, honestly, that that's good for the whole team. It's not A.J. Brown by himself because Julio can't stay healthy. And A.J. Yeah. Brown went down as Julio by himself trying to be healthy. It just gives them another weapon and another reason for uh, a defense to be a concern because he's a he's a good utility guy that works his ass off. I don't really like it in fantasy, but I do like it in real life. I agree with you. And then Russell Gage to the Bucks. Um, I told you that I like the situation because I do think they can entertain three receivers. Tom Brady did it last year. And until we get Godwin back, he's the number two guy. So even if you're just starting the season hot. You know, all those wins in fantasy are important to get you to your playoffs. I'm not saying he's going to win you your championship, but if you get five or six weeks, him being the wide receiver two for Tom Brady, I think that's good. Uh, Robert Gronkowski's 50-50 on if he's coming back. So we don't know what the tight end situation is even going to be. So right now it's just Mike Evans, Russell Gage, Tyler Johnson still. He yeah. never turned out to be a thing. So, yeah, man, just give me Russell Gage until Godwin come back. And even when Godwin come back, I think Russell Gage can, you know, slide into a position where, like, he he could just be the third guy and he'll have his moment. So, I just don't want to get rid of him for nothing because he actually had good games in Atlanta in a situation where they didn't do shit last year and he still had some games where he was valuable. All right, a guy I'm not interested in, but Devontae Parker to the Patriots. Yeah, I'm not the- interested. I just thought we should talk about it because they went and traded for him. They got a third-round pick for him. I'm not interested in it, bro. Like, 
And even watching the Patriots pay Janu just to have Hunter be the guy. No, I don't know, man. But uh, one last thing, uh, one last thing, Allen Robinson, man. So, of course, you can't forget about that. Uh, so, you know, the new L.A. Rams wide receiver, man, from, from Chicago. So, how you feeling about that That's situation? That's what I'm interested in, bro. I still think he has talent. I think he steps into the number two for Matthew Stafford. And you know they're so concerned about Cooper Cup. Yep. Bro, Allen Robinson getting the number two cornerback every single game is a fucking problem. He's still a big receiver. He's still talented. He's a red zone weapon if you need him to be. Possession receiver. He, he got hands, bro. I, I'm so excited, bro. I've been waiting for Allen Robinson. I hated that it took so long into his career for him to finally get to a good situation. But I like it, man. You've seen Stafford can entertain two receivers if they got him. Yeah. So um, I think he's going to ball out this year. Don't expect the 1,400 yards, Allen Robinson. But, you know, I still think Matthew Stafford can entertain 2,000-yard receivers if they're both healthy. I think he'll get a lot of easy receptions and targets. So I like Allen Robinson, man, as an as a easy wide receiver, too. He'll be top 24 easy to me. And um, I think he'll be a good weekly play, too, bro. That's my opinion. I like it. All right, man. That's all we got, man. So that was jam packed. You want? Ooh, let's ooh. talk David and Joku. We, well, I kind of talked with him, but that's this is probably like the most important thing to happen tight end wise to me. I like David and Joku. I I spoke on it earlier when we talked about Deshaun Watson, but I do think he's the second best receiving option on that team, and I think Deshaun Watson is a guy that can throw for four thousand yards and forty touchdowns. Do you agree with that? It might not be the system for him, but if they switch the system and ask him to throw, he's a guy that has potential. That's all I'm saying. He has – do you agree that he got at least 35 touchdowns in him? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I would like to see – if they're lining Njoku out wide and in the slot and keeping Harrison Bryan in on the line, like from a traditional tight end standpoint, I like it. A lot of upside there. But when they threw the franchise tag on Njoku, that was a bit of a head-scratcher for me. But maybe they're just setting up, you know, what was to come with Deshaun. So, um, so yeah, so curious to see how it plays out. But right now I'm just going to watch from the sideline. And then another thing I didn't get to touch on, Evan Ingram to the uh, Jaguars. I like it, man, especially in redraft from a streaming option standpoint. Me too. Hell so, yeah. I like that. So that's a guy I'm going to take a shot on, you know, late tight end. Why not? I mean, we saw what Trevor was doing with Dan Arnold. And then uh, one last thing, we didn't talk about Mike Kosecki. I know he wanted to get paid like a wide receiver. Now we kind of know why they didn't want to pay him like a wide receiver. So they brought in, you know, they had plans to bring in, you know, some more guys. So so there you have it. Shout out to Kaseki. I knew he was going to get that bag. I fuck with him. Well, he's going to get the bag. We'll see. But for now, he's getting paid like a tight end. <laughs> he, he he will remain getting paid like a tight end. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who he think he is. Uh-oh. I got the mic. I mean, yeah, it's a closer, but I got a question before we move right on, just real quick. So, which one of those moves? I know y'all just went through a lot of moves. Okay. But which one do y'all think, at least in y'all opinion, is most important to fantasy football? Like, what's most important? If if, if anybody needs to watch something that just happened, which one are y'all looking at? The most important to like football? To fantasy. Russell what's Wilson. What's going to have the biggest swing? Ru- or Russell what's Wilson. Affect something Russell Wilson, most? because that running yeah. offense was good with trash quarterback play now they have more scoring opportunities they'll be even better all the receivers that we fell in love with on denver mm-hmm. sucked right. because they couldn't have a quarterback so now we have a relevant sutton and judy at least gotcha. and then alberto i know we've been waiting for a talented tight end and then now the russell wilson i think he's in a situation where they'll let him throw he'll be back being more efficient and flourishing we had a shaky russell for the past year then that situation, like now that I feel like it makes it more offensive heavy in that division now. So it's like when the Buck, when they play the Broncos, they got to go perform. It can't, it ain't just, all right, we can slide by because they can't score. Or we beat their ass. Now nah, you got to go you. compete now. So that makes the other team score more in fantasy too. So I think that's oh. the bigger trickle down effect. Oh, like damn. when you play them, Russell and that team can go put up 40 points. So damn. you might have to go okay. compete with a Russell putting up 40. You got to put up 42. Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke wasn't going to get you 25 points. Right. None of that shit. And none of them receiving options are worth anything. They might beat you on, route for route every single game, but they're not going to get the ball delivered to them. That is something so the trickle-down effect as far as uh, Russell going there makes man. the most sense for me. Yeah, actually, uh, my big fantasy swing is also with the quarterback. So Matt Ryan, to me, that's a huge upgrade for Michael Pittman. Um, so, of course, he finished as a wide receiver, too. 
Um, so that's something, you know, I'm, I'm interested in Pittman and then also um, Tua. So, of course, you know, I've been pounding the table these past couple years for Tua, but they basically set him up for success. So now it's all going to be on Tua, man. Like you got the weapons, you got Waddle, you got Tyreek, the fastest wide receiver core in the league. You know what I mean? Okay. We, we brought in a good offensive mind from San Francisco. We're going to put this running game behind you, too. We just need you to run this West Coast offense, you know what I mean, and get the ball out. So it's all on Tua, man. So uh, we're looking at you. So I got you. I got you. All right, I'm going to keep that in mind. That's good shit. That's good shit. Right now. I just have yep. to get that out. All, all right, Dad, walk us through the closing, bro. All right, look, we're going to get to the closing and say something good to the people. That's where we come and bring light to a situation, a event, something going on in our life, uh, whether it's good or bad, that we get to share with you guys, man. Um, this is like the most important part of the podcast because it's. I like to say we're not just a fancy football podcast. We're a real-life podcast, so we like to get the fancy football in, but we also like to make sure our listeners are having some real one-on-one time with us because I'm human. I'm a fancy football analyst. I'm a fancy football player. I'm a son. I'm a brother. I'm a friend, boyfriend, all of that. I want everybody to see them aspects, so this gives us a little shot to open up and expose, you know, Alec, not just Dynasty Pro Dot. So that's what we're going to get into. Um, anybody want to go first? I feel like I've been going first for a long time. I don't mind going first. I was just asking. I go first. I knock it out. <clears throat> I'm just happy to be back with the bros, man. Just want to encourage everybody that as, as the world opens back up and you get a chance to get back into your, your regular life routine that we ain't been able to be in in the past few years, you know, just enjoy it. Don't take it for granted like I'm sure most of us did, you know, and for me, you know, 30 years prior, you know, taking all that, all that time for granted, you know, I'm not taking it for granted so much right now. I'm happy to be back out here DJing, and I encourage everybody, uh, if you feel safe doing it, get back to doing what you can, man. Enjoy life. We all know it's a short one. Facts. All right, man. Um, coming off a birthday celebration, I want to say happy hey, birthday to my dad. Hey. We actually share the same birthday, so I just turned 33. But uh, my, my annual gift to myself... I always schedule my uh, annual like doctor's appointment, you know, get blood drawn, labs, all that good stuff. You know what I mean? I think that's the greatest gift you can give to yourself, just staying on top of your health. Um, but no, as far as what I want going forward, just peace and stability, man. So I'm simple, you know, at, at this point in life, man. So that's it, man. Just, uh, yeah, bro. I had, I had a good time. And shout out to wifey, man. We uh, went out to dinner last night, so it was cool. And that was going to be my say something good to the people. I should have went first, so I could have shouted that out, man. Hey, my guy birthday was yesterday, man. I just want to say happy birthday. We talked yesterday, too. But uh, I just want to say on camera, man, happy birthday to my brother. Um, I'm blessed to have you as a brother, man. I'm, I'm glad you got to see another soul day. You know, I hope I send many blessings and wishes your way to you and the fam, sis, little Louie. Even though I can't rock with Louie because he's too big and I'm scared. He be barking for no reason. I called Vic a week ago. I'm like, bro, Louie going nuts in the background. Everything's straight. He said, yeah, bro, it's just people walking outside. I said, damn, niggas can't even walk big street without Louie and the blinds going nuts. So, yeah, man, just honestly, man, life too short, man. You never know what's going on. Health is important. Wealth is important. Mental stability is important. Take care of yours. Check in on everybody else's. So I love my brothers. Like I said, congrats on another soul day. You're getting old, my G. I'm right behind you. I'm not going to talk about that. But uh, yeah, man. So just many blessings to you, bro. And uh, just glad we back and we linking. Appreciate all that, man. And uh, it's been another edition of the Dynasty Bros. Hey, and if a draft right around the corner, man, I'm excited. Right around the corner. And then that means these rookie drafts right around the other corner. Hey, Vic been going rookie pick crazy, man. I've been wanting to tell everybody that. Vic called me every other week, man. Probably more, Vic calls me a couple times a week with a trade that he got on the table. And he about to just lose it all for the 113 or the, the 207. I'm like, bro, get 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 out of that trade, bro. Don't, hey, don't do it, my There's kid. a trade right now. Somebody want Corlin Sutton. And they want to give me the 203. I'm about to decline it because it's a one QB league. But it was a super flex. I would have did it. You would have did it in the super flex? Yeah, bro. Who is you going to get, bro? Bro. Judy ain't even guaranteed to be the number one. You don't want the number one in a healthy Russell Wilson-led offense? I'm declining it, bro, because it's not a super flex league. <laughs> 
Hey, this is a team I actually uh, lost in a championship game. That's where I played that Jimmy Graham. <laughs> How? Okay, so let's talk this real quick. You got you got seven more seconds. All right. How many quarterbacks you really like coming out? Uh, Off top, without even just, yeah, three, three. I like three. How many running backs you like? Two and a half. Okay, so that's five and a half players. How many receivers do you like off top? I know it's a lot of yeah, off top. Four. You only got name four. Yeah. Okay, that takes you. That takes you to ten. Yeah, not even through the first round all the way. All right. So, could you name? Could you really give me five more guys that deserve to be picked over a twenty-five-year-old number one receiver, Russell Wilson? This twenty-six. Twenty-six prime year. Nah, you're right. I mean, at the, you know, at that point in the second round, it is a lot of. You know, you, you're taking your shots on potential. You just hope that yeah. we can get the guy that's going to be the number one with a good quarterback. Yeah, that's the most important thing with a good, with a great quarterback. I so, got you. I feel you. My nigga Vic, I bro. declined it, bro. Hey, we be when we be going through figuring out the situation, we be going from here. I be having to get Vic from here to here man it just you know we have to talk all the way i'll be sitting on the cliff at the end of the conversation instead of standing up ready to jump i'll be sitting down yeah when they're like all right bro let me just get off my two all right man let me go off the phone man you're killing my hot (laughs) my nigga was ready to make a trade i don't know why he called me he knew he wanted to make a trade and then it's like i just took all his excitement away for the day like All right, mom said I can't come outside, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'll let you later. That's what it be like, man. Damn, nah, man. You, you do be talking me off some uh, some ledges, you know, every so often, every every other week. So it's all good. I need that balance, though. Yeah, it's that it's it's just I, that be, time of year, bro. Yeah, I be busting I trades, but I need that, you know. And usually these are guys I don't usually be like these aren't my guys originally. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. why I be quick to move because like these aren't originally my guys. But I need to be patient. Because these situations can change. Yeah, or or at least figure out t- go go guy crazy after the draft. Man. Yeah, yeah. See where some of these guys slide. Like you don't like a lot of these quarterbacks. Some of these guys gonna be playing with these quarterbacks, bro. And you're gonna be able to do nothing about it. Yeah. So there we go. Man. All right, man. So hey, I appreciate my brother for talking me off the ledge, but this is another this in the dynasty, bro. So again, we're gonna help get you guys ready for these rookie drafts. We got the NFL draft coming up. We're excited. Uh, start getting on these commissioners. Make sure they start setting the draft orders. That way you know what you're moving with these picks. You know what I mean? All that stuff starting to matter, man. So, yeah, I'm excited. Okay, Ava Walker's out. And this is my, this my shit, too. All right. Y'all be safe out here in these streets, man. We back next week or maybe the week after that or maybe the week All after right, that. You just make sure you're here. Let go. With you.